Monday, April 19th. You're listening to Stop Skeletons from Podcasting. Uh, I am Derek. It's me, Derek. Grace is uh, out. Grace could not make it. She's out on assignment slash uh, couldn't make it for the podcast. But I found somebody who can uh, just about fill producer Grace's shoes. And that's my good friend, uh, Matthew McMuscles. Absolutely no one can fill uh, producer Grace's <laughs> shoes, but but thank you for that intro. Hello. It's, I mean, it's not like you were busy or anything putting out what happens like <laughs> weekly. I literally wasn't busy. Like I finished my work for the day and I was just, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was literally playing uh, EDF 2025. Um, so yeah, you caught me at a, at a good time. Oh yeah, because I never thought that I would have ne- ever need to get a copy of 2025 or another one. I have the PS3 version, but the Xbox 360 version apparently super upscaled, upresed on uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah, um, and also you have to remember it was the last Xbox version of any EDF, which is kind of a sobering thought. Like after 2025, it's like every single release has skipped Xbox consoles. Which is, I mean, is there? I don't know if there's such a thing as like any publisher needs to like have some type of loyalty when there's no deal in place, but a lot of people like this series only became a thing because of 2017. Like the Xbox 360 is really what did it. But I don't know that it was really successful. I I mean, I think that's where a lot of, that's a lot of people's first game, but I would say that like now that we're so far removed from 4.15 and Iron Rain that uh, I don't know that that's a lot of people's first EDFs anymore. And uh, yeah, when people have Xbox or when you have one console and uh, you suddenly don't have access to a certain game because it's exclusive to another console. That sucks. However, I feel like because it was a Sony exclusive, that must have meant that they were getting some fat checks. They, they, they is, must have is been... Is Sony cutting checks for EDF? Someone's like, <laughs> yes! And that's a good thing. They won't even greenlight a sequel to Days Gone. You think they're, they're, <laughs> they're giving Sandlot the big Sony bucks? They don't need a whole lot to make that game. They don't need much. They ain't that's trying true. to make Days that's Gone, true. too. That, that's, like, that, that's like you're saying, like, oh, Microsoft was really interested in Michigan Report from Hell, but <laughs> Sony gave them the fat stacks. Yeah, fat EDF stacks. You hope. Uh, actually, I, I chatted with the producer. I went to uh, they, they actually flew me out the one time I was all like VIP. Uh, the one mm. time I was told that I was I was called an influencer by somebody who was telling me where uh, to go in a hotel. Um, uh, I, I went and played uh, Iron Rain in San Francisco and I chatted with the uh, producer for a while and they made it seem like that. Um, actually, Steam is really where EDF found its audiences when 4.1 Really? Well, yeah, uh, he didn't say as much because, you know, they're, you know, game companies are not so loose with like, here's where the money's coming from. Here's how our money is doing. But he made it seem like that 4.1 did well on PS4. Uh, and then once that exclusivity ran out, which I think was like, uh, you know, a, a year to the day, went on Steam. And that was where it found an even bigger audience that may have been a bigger audience mm, okay. in Japan. I don't know. Um Yeah, I, I really don't know how, how it has to do well somewhere or enough to you know like uh, for them to continue because Iron Rain wasn't even made by Sandlot it was made by Ukes and it's yeah. kind of a weird spin-off even though it wasn't cuz it's like primarily the same game but they have to be doing okay so i mean and it's still continuing they still have that weird uh 3D dot game heroes looking <laughs> one uh world world builder something like and that I'm yeah like, 
Yeah, I'll buy it, but I might not play it, you know? Yeah, I mean, Iron Rain, I still I still kind of liked Iron Rain. It didn't bother me. Yeah. But I do think that, like, after Iron Rain came out, I, ju- I jumped back to EDF5 for a little bit. And then I, I then I, I think I hit that moment where I was like, wow, I've been playing this game, like, pretty much nonstop for about a decade. And I, I think that's around the time I bounced off. So I've kind of fallen off EDF for a little bit. I'm sure that's going to come back around when EDF six drops. I'm sure. I'm sure I will find it in me to become interested again. But um, oh yeah, people are saying in the chat, Insect Armageddon was the only EDF game on Steam for a while. And I mean, really, yeah. I mean, maybe I guess it's probably a point of contention. I would still argue that e- that Iron Rain is is uh, better than Insect Armageddon. Uh, I think Insect Armageddon's probably like the worst EDF game, but it's even then it's still good. It's weird because it's also the best in some like slight areas. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Insect Armageddon was just it just needed more levels. Like that's all I would really change. Like if I could only change one thing, it, it, the, it, the weapons campaign was criminally short. Well, it did. Yeah, it was short, and then you needed to like grind a lot, and it was sort of like how you know Goldeneye. And time splitters in those games were like there were only like so many levels, but they each had like three difficulties. But like mm-hmm. you had to like you had to unlock them, so you had to play the whole game through a secret agent, so to speak. I think. Yeah. Um, whereas like in I'm I'm pretty sure most in, in any EDF game, once you have that level unlocked, you can just jump right into Inferno if you want. Doesn't matter. You probably mm-hmm. will die. You probably shouldn't do that, but you can. Hmm. I, I just seen someone say uh, the only thing close to EDF I've played is Body Harvest on the N64. I'm like, that's not even that. Yeah, that they are kind of similar. Like, yeah, kind of. A lot of vehicle driving, but when you think about it, you're just like this generic guy in armor fighting insects. Like, <laughs> it's pretty similar. It was, it was, I would love for that game to get remade. Like, um, like uh, Crash Bandicoot or Spyro. Like, I want, like, a remaster of Body Harvest. Well, they kind of did it. It was just, like, it, that just became Grand Theft Auto. They just got rid of, like, the bugs and stuff and, you know, made worlds a little more dense. But, like, yo, that was just, like, Grand Theft Auto before Grand Theft Auto was 3D, you know? It kind of was, yeah. But that, that I, probably I means how it's like... I bet that you could find something like that on Steam, though. Just a very uh, bog-standard yeah. but, you know, fun open world game with bugs and shit. Well, I, well, shit, I guess that's EDF. You, you huh? just described like 80% of what gets released on Steam every hour. <laughs> and it's preserved, open damn it. Open world game with bugs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They're preserved and they're not going... Valve is not going to take all these, those games down like Sony almost did. Do you see You're these right. fucking transitions I just did? Are you in Dude. all of that transition, baby? Dude, I was writing a script today and it has to do with like an old game. And I was like, oh, you won't be able to play this anymore. And then I went on Twitter and it's like Sony reverses this decision. And I quickly put, oh, wait, now you can. It's (laughs) totally fine. I put out a tweet that was like, you know, RIP anybody who's still working on like PS3 games to download now. Because we weren't working on a video like that, but we've definitely been working on something and then like news would drop or somebody else will put a video exactly the same thing mm-hmm. and like grace might be like fuck fuck okay all right let's um how can we yeah, salvage I was, this i was i was gonna do one too like i had like made no forward momentum on it because i have 
um, some other like Patreon things I need to to do first. But I was like, yeah, I want to do a what's co- what's cool on PS3 like before it all gets uh, taken away. So um, yeah, yeah, I think it, like yeah, exactly like you said. RIP to anybody that was in the middle of making that video. Yeah, because I think they had some time, and there were a lot of people that made very quick ones. Uh, I, I think Metal Jesus, yeah. of course, pumped one out, and then you know Maximilian because he does streams, he's able to pump one out quickly. But I know there are a handful mm-hmm. of channels, some some friends of ours, you know, that like uh, we're, we're probably like making a little more of a thorough video, and then it's just like, well, that's gone. But you could probably still make it and just be like, hey, here's the stuff we almost lost. But I mean, this you let's talk, still let's, do it. Man, we gotta talk about this story because um, everyone expected. Sony to do this and not look back. It just seemed like the type of thing that a company like Sony would do, uh, throw things in the vault or, you know, let them die in the vine, cut them off, whatever you want, whatever analogy you want to say. Them going back on this, that's the unprecedented thing. And it's kind of sad. That's why that that's where we, we are. Yeah, because you get a feeling that companies that make decisions like this, like they they have to know they they gauge whether like what is the online to uh, the online tumult will people just kind of like complain a little bit and like let it drop or will people start making videos will people start like really digging in and saying like this is even from a game preservation it's, it's like more than just complaining about it it's like people say that like games will be lost like there's going to be tons of capcom games like capcom does not re-release these games anymore in any form yeah. they don't care about this franchise or konami doesn't care about this franchise yeah 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 so it's like <laughs> The PS3 online store is the only place where these can legally be bought. So then they just kind of wait. Did people complain enough? Oh, okay, we won't do it. What, what, wasn't there an Xbox decision that was made like this and then they reversed it? What was it? It was like a few months ago. They're going to they're gonna turn something off or they're going to do something and people complain and then they reverse. Oh, yeah, the um, increase in the price of Xbox Live. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They were. Gonna, it was like they, it is. Yeah, it was a lot of money. But it's like, I for that one I can I could understand. I, I understood like where they were coming from a little better. Like uh, because it was sort of like how they have it now is Game Pass and Xbox Live are tech yeah. or Xbox Live Gold I guess are technically two different things. And so Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is like both of those, and I think they're like ten bucks a piece apart, but they're fifteen bucks together. I don't know. And it but at least like that is a. Game Pass is a screaming deal. I'm not making any money off this. I'm, I have a Game Pass. I, I spend the money every yeah, month. Yeah, I do it, as well. I use it all the time. And it's like, honestly, I still don't have PS5 or Xbox Series X, but I've kind of decided I'm probably going to get Series X over PS5 just because Game Pass is just that, that that's kind of like the killer app thing for me. So, of course, they're going to charge more money for that. Um, mm. But like, I don't know this this. This idea of preserving online infrastructure, you know, online databases, I don't I guess I just don't know a whole lot about that be, because um, I I feel like it's like to just leave those hard drives running. Who cares? Um, yeah, because the only reason you the only reason any business does anything is because it's either it's costing them money. And I do not believe that Sony was losing money keeping those hard drives and those servers going yeah like there's no way and even if you are losing money versus what you're getting back from it like someone occasionally downloading god hand like once per year or whatever it is like you know uh like there's no way that it's a significant amount of money so 
you know, what's that versus everyone making a video shitting on Sony? Yeah, for like I, what, exactly. What, a week now. Yeah, you make you make that decision. And you're like, well, is it still going to make us money? How much money are we going to get back from this? And how is our you know public reputation going to uh, be affected? I'm sure there's you know charts and graphs. And at the time, they were like, yeah, we're going to get some heat for this, but it'll be okay because we're going to make you know X dollars back. And I'm, I don't know, like you would you would hope that it's not that robotic. I guess maybe I'm cynical and that they just think in you know money, money, money. It's capitalism, money. Got to make money. Uh, maybe they were like, hey, this is going to cost us a little extra, you know, change, but it's good for games. I just can't believe that Sony would be like, no, we got to do it for the games. It had to have been yeah, like, oh, this. Not, it's... Yeah, people are really upset about Days Gone. We have to, we, we got to do something to make them feel better. I mean, like, the, the there's. A bunch of like old games that you know you can't get legally anywhere else like i mentioned before but yeah the amount of games that people kind of mention like these were exclusive to the psn service and there are digital only games like there's uh this one from the makers of twisted metal that uh drawn to death and then there's like this game <laughs> and there's like calling all cars then there's um i someone let me know about like this kaiju game like a lot like rampage i think it's called like eat them or something and it looks pretty cool it's like a 3d game i never even knew existed and you can take like a couple of giant monsters and crash through a city and i was like holy shit and i was gonna download it then sony announced like yeah we're gonna take these off and i'm like well now i have to download it so Dude, and that's it's, that's it's the good lot. shit and yeah yeah because like there's in the chat we talk about it a lot here like um like all the cool iron galaxy capcom stuff that they did even though some of that stuff isn't pulled off forever, um, but like there's still a really solid uh, Marvel's. Oh, no, no, Marvel's Capcom Two is gone. Um, Street Fighter Three, Third Strike, and, and uh, Dark, Dark Stalkers. Yeah, Dark Stalkers. I actually managed to scoop up um, uh, uh, the Marvel versus Capcom like uh, Legacy set that was um, yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom One and street fighter versus x-men i forget but it, it was that set i managed to scoop it up like at the end of 2014 before they uh went away um, yeah but, i, I but was like able that. to get that origins thing on xbox 360 because that's microsoft's something drastic has to happen for microsoft to take off all their xbox live games because that's like their main appeal right now that yeah you get game pass you get xbox live and you can go get back all these like og um, Xbox, like OG, like original Xbox and Xbox 360, like online titles that are still all there, bearing that they're not some licensed thing that had to be be taken off. So what it's kind of worrying, though, because that means to me that Sony was considering taking all these games away, that they have no um, future plans at all to put them on PS5 in some fashion. Yeah. To like to like move them over like it just makes me think like yeah they don't give a shit they're just gonna be going forward with ps5 which is which is fine if that's what you want to do but there's so many games that would be lost if you did yeah it's, it's like they just said we're shutting this store down it's not like we're taking them down so we can migrate them it's like no we're just shutting it down we're just mm -hmm. flipping the switch yeah. it's gone and actually you were talking about that game you know uh, eat them you know whatever it was that's the good stuff like that's I, I, a lot of the videos that were coming out for like okay download these games before they're gone it was like your Marvel vs. capcoms your street fighters uh your houses of the deads um mm -hmm. but like what about the weird little indie stuff 
before all the the Wii and Wii U stuff went away. Um, so there's a fantastic uh, soon to be trio of Blaster Master games that have come out pretty recently um, from Indie Creates. Uh, they're really, really good. They're making a third one. I can't, I'm looking forward to it. But did you know that on the Wii, there was a Blaster Master remake and it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. And I downloaded it and it's like, that game's just gone. And this is just the shit that I get into. Uh, the, that game is interesting because, like, you know, Blaster Master is an NES game made by Sunsoft, has a legendary soundtrack, an amazing soundtrack. Uh, and, like, the remake on Wii. Like the the soundtrack is so so bad. Like the songs are like I recall a handful of songs like actually being wrong. That's not how the melody goes. How'd you fuck mm. that up? <laughs> Download the MIDI file and then put that into your audio your, your your DAW device and then like put, you know make the music that way. Um, no, there's no time. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh god, that was so terrible. But like, yeah. Oh yeah, people talking about Fatal Frame made in a black water. Never got a physical release. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> Blaster Master Overdrive. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's like that's that's fun, but you got it. What, what about the weird stuff? What about the bad stuff? What about like the weird indie crap um, that uh, is really not documented already anyway? Mm-hmm. I think honestly, like this that that was the thing about this that scared me the most is like if if this were to have gone the way it went, um, the same way that Nintendo did for Wii and Wii U, uh, there there are games that just people will never remember that they are just gone forever you didn't know they existed maybe they weren't you know fantastic five out of five star games but they were still like hey this neat little indie game that was doing some fun stuff that was maybe made by three people in a broom closet but like you know still had you know had had moxie those games are gonna go away there's certainly games, especially on like the original WiiWare service, that are like abject garbage. Like yes. it does not need to be preserved. Just let it die. Well. Just let it decompose. But like th- that—that's the actual like trash. Like what the, the games that you you were saying, like they're not that great, but they're weird or they're different or they're you know it's the only place you can download them. Like I'm sure it wouldn't die on WiiWare. But because I'm sure like there's ROMs or whatever uh, that Konami still have of Castlevania Rebirth, Contra Rebirth and Gradius. Like yeah. those aren't lost to time technically if we, uh, we uh, if I want to say if uh, yeah, since hopefully. we were went down. But Konami has to have them. Hopefully. You know, I mean, small indie companies that like probably maybe don't, or those companies might not even exist anymore. Like they, 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 they folded or whatever. Like if those go off, well, you know, we were did, they did close down. We were, that was like last year or two years ago. Yeah. Right? And, and, and Oni, sorry. Yeah. yeah. We, we, U E shop is still open. So that's my mistake. It's, it's, uh, they, they shut down like the, Wii U um, online, uh, uh, like the social network thing. Um, um, yeah, though, though I forget the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miiverse, Miiverse. Yeah, yeah, Miiverse. Yeah, they shut that down. Um, and then Mario, uh, Mario Maker Wii U, that got shut down, or at least you can't make any more, um, uh, maps. But yeah, it, I you, mean, that, you can still get that. Um, you can still download the Maiden of Blackwater, even though that's apparently not that great of a, uh, Fatal Frame game still. Um, I, I, I let me let me talk one second about Made in a Black Water. It's like that game is the most complicated uh, um, Fatal Frame game ever. There's so many mechanics because they went crazy on the with the gamepad. 
because they really oh. made it use like every single thing. But when you put way too many mechanics in a fatal frame, the fatal frame loses a lot of its spooky appeal when like all the combo counters are flashing on the screen and you're doing <laughs> special moves, like it loses its scariness uh, to, to a point. Um, so when you play Made in Blackwater, you're like, hey, this this is kind of spooky. But then as you go on, like even hours into the game, they start revealing like, oh, here's how to do like this special move, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of takes it away. Plus some of the game's like lady, uh, girl costumes are like a little much. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's, and it kind of takes it's, away yeah. a bit of, but I mean, also, all right. Yeah. It's Tecmo, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I only played Fatal Frame two, and my recollection was I had I I I've kind of talked a bit about how I thought that game was a bit disappointing, and one of the things was I just never felt like I got a handle on the combat. I was still doing good. I was still like just de- decimating uh, uh, ghosts all the way to the end. I just mm-hmm. was I would just get these insane combos. And I was like I have no idea what I just did. I somehow with like basic simple really low level film. Like the, the the lowest uh you know ammo that you get, I was just like de- decimating these ghosts, and I was like, cool. I don't know how I got that eighty hit combo, but mm-hmm. all right. And and speaking of which, of, of Fatal Frame, it's like I'm pretty like there's no collection for Fatal Frame at all, but I'm pretty sure that Fatal Frame maybe one two three, uh, were maybe re released on the PS3 network, maybe. I'm trying to look that up right I now. Don't, it doesn't if seem they, like three. Was. I don't know. People are talking about Siren Blood Curse and uh, oh, oh I, yeah, oh, I think, that would go away. Yeah. Oh, so the, no. True. Yeah, Fatal Frames one through three are, are, are PSN games. They're not really they're not okay. remasters, but they're, they're they're on there. Yeah, yeah. And shit, that's another aspect of of uh of PSN was like, yeah, did you want to get a legit? Did you want to like legally own Suikoden two and Misadventures of Tronbon and Tomba and not pay like a thousand dollars for those games? Mm. You know, it, it was. It, it's like on the one hand, like they're just PS one games. PS one emulation has gone really far. If you really want to play Omega Man, Omega Man Legends with mapable dual analog controls, exactly. You can mm. do that on an emulation, but there are but, but the, the argument people were like, well, then you should be able to buy it legitimately. Legitimately, it's like, well, this was the last time you would have been able to do that. Um, um, and that's, that actually that's... actually reminds me of something. It's like, remember how I, I was talking to somebody about this like a month ago. Remember how on PS4 they had these like really polished re-releases of certain PS2 games like War of the Monsters and a couple of Star Wars games, stuff like that that had trophy support and um, like were upgraded by resolutions, but you had to pay money for these. These weren't, backwards like if you had the old discs or you know you had you had bought it somewhere else like you had to buy it again so they had a few new features but you had to pay for them someone told me how sony put out maybe two dozen of those maybe and like they looked at it they're like yeah these didn't make like a lot of money so let's just they just stopped after a while and i I think i I remember those but i don't know that uh, I got, I was kind of late getting a PS3, so I may have missed it. But I remember seeing those and not real. I, I don't think I realized that no, they these, were these um, special. Were, these were on PS. These were on PS4. Oh, PS. What? Okay, I yeah. need to double check this. It, it, it's called yeah. Uh, uh, Dark Cloud. Yeah, Oni just said it's, it was it was like PS2 on PS4. Uh, yeah, eight. There was only eight. Jesus. What? 
But War of the Monsters was there, and like, yeah, a couple of Star Wars <laughs> games, like Star Wars Bounty Hunter, like where you're you're Jango Fett, and they're like, oh, okay, so this is a cool thing. And for a little bit, like I want to say, like a couple of months, it was kind of like, oh, Xbox One has all this backwards compatibility with Xbox OG and 360 games. But you don't have to pay more for it if you already own the game. Like, if you still had these digitally from your 360 or you had the discs, they would just play. But there are bare-bones versions of it. Like, they didn't have anything new. But over on PS4, they're doing this. And they were, I think, $10, $10 or $20 feature these re-releases. But they had all these new features. But there's only eight of them, and they never did them again. Uh, I, need like, to look, I need to look into this. After, okay. After this podcast, I'm looking that up that's that is crazy oh there's a oh thank you people putting a list in the uh in the, in the discord hold on all right wait this is a lot more there's a lot yeah, more that than way, that, 50, that's way so there's 54 bully arc the lad yeah, ape escape destroy all humans all all three grand theft autos red faction red dead <laughs> revolver Whoa. revolver wow Yikes. oh yeah the warriors the warriors was a good one oh, that was, for yeah. that it's pretty good. It's Samurai and it's considered it's a movie based game. Like it's pretty cool that uh, Rockstar was able to make that happen. Yeah, that was Mark like, of Cree. Like there's a few things like Jack. All, all of the Jack and Daxters, or almost all of them, I think. Um, Grand Theft Autos, like you said. So there's some stuff there, but like 54 is still like not great. And like the last one was what 2018 for King of Fighters. Uh, no, 2019 for 2019? Ace Combat 5, The Unsung War. Oh, I see that. But that yeah. was like, yeah, there was one game released in 2019. There were three games released in 2018, depending on your uh, uh, your region. Actually, mm-hmm. if in, in Japan, in Japan, there was like one, two, three, four, five. There's only six of these released in Japan. And it's so weird. It's like, here's Resident Evil Code Veronica X. But it's like... There was already like a remastered version on the PS3, that one that was like had redone lighting, like it was Resident Evil Code Veronica like HD. So like why <laughs> why would you put that? I guess if you're a purist, but still like Psychonauts. Oh uh, man, Star- if, if, if they updated the controls to Manhunt, I would buy it just for that cuz I mm. I I like Manhunt is a trashy fucking game. It is a dark fucking Uncle super Derek. Uncle Derek yeah. loves his trash. It is super M rated, but I feel like that game for as trashy and dark as it is, it kind of does something. I think it kind of, I don't know. I, I like, I like that game. Oh, I like he's Hunt. chugging the trash juice folks. <laughs> loves it. I, I love in it. Oh, shut up. Kaiju man over here. Talk to me and about that, your big monster movies. Yeah, which are bigger than ever nowadays. You made me I'll watch. Have you know, you made me watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii like a week ago. <laughs> you and you loved it. I did. Of course, I did. <laughs> of course, I did. Trash Emperor. Get that guy Garbo. I like that. If I was a Muppet, my name would be Garbo. Um, but that's <laughs> yeah. Games preservation. Listen, when when games preservation is outlawed, only outlaws will preserve games, right? I mean, mm. like this this clear cut thing about like emulation is bad, and it's like, I don't know, 
uh, if you dig just a little bit into this topic, which we've only done briefly and if we wanted to do more, but like these companies don't do a good job. They've never done a good job of uh, uh, like preserving their games it's from the start. Never. Um, and like, so on, honestly, like Microsoft's done the best, but it's still like there's huge like swaths of games that have never like yeah. seen any sort of re-release. Like even them, they're they're like far from perfect. And like, I don't know, so many Japanese publishers just don't. Like, yeah, you'll occasionally get a Castlevania collection that's still missing tons of stuff. Um, and, like, Capcom will, you know, put out a Mega Man thing or a Street Fighter thing every yeah. so often. But, like, that's it. Like, you know, there's no Dino Crisis. There's no Onimusha collection. You get one HD remaster of one Onimusha and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And not even get. and not even like the uh, Genma Onimusha, which was sort of yeah, like no. ga- Game of the Year edition, which was still just stuck on Xbox One. I don't even think that's been uh, backwards compatible up on. I, that'd be another I f- that, that could that could be another good idea. Just like games that are still only available on the original Xbox. Because there's got to be like it's got to be a few. There's got to be a handful. There's got to be plenty, but a handful of like really good ones. You know, not everybody is as lucky as like Breakdown. Blood Wake, Breakdown. You can put you can play Breakdown on the Xbox Series X. Fuck yes. Someone loves Breakdown at Namco <laughs> so hard. They're like, fuck yeah, Breakdown. I'm Trash Emperor. Oh, did Phantom Dust give? I think Phantom Dust got it ported, did. but then it they 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 removed the backwards compatibility because they wanted to sell it digitally. Because for a hot minute they were going to remake it. I think. Yeah, there was like it's, a full remake, and also it's like yeah, when you like, yes, you can play SSX three on an Xbox Series X, and it runs at like you know ninety thousand frames a second, and it looks beautiful, <laughs> but like you're yeah. not actually playing that disc. You're like that's just a ticket to let you download it off of their um yeah. uh, their servers, and so okay, we well, sorry. Where are the Atogi? We Where's Atogi? Give me my Atogi. <laughs> oh, both of them. Those games. Yeah. Are, those games are weird. 3D action yeah, games they're, they're from cool. like that era when like they hadn't quite nailed camera control and movement exactly yeah, it yet. Yeah, was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good era. Give me Nano Breaker. Yo, give me Resident Evil 8. Matt, have you played this new demo? The, the, um, the weird- I, I, I have. I have a little story about this. Well, no, okay, it's not so much a story about the game, but... I am just like, okay, there's a bunch of weird restrictions on this Resident Evil 8 demo, whatever. (laughs) I'll just record myself playing it just for funsies. I'll I'll put it up. For whatever reason, I I do a full, like, thing of it. I think I almost beat it, but, like, I was in the middle of a cutscene. I think it was, like, the second to last cutscene in the game or something, and then the game just shut itself off. Sorry, uh, wait, you did, spent too much time enjoying the game. Yeah, did you did you um, get to like the burning house? Try to I, yes, I, yeah, because I found the car keys and I, did. I was just about to. I think I just started that. Like, hey, let's get out of here, and then it cut me off. Yeah, I got maybe like a minute or two after that, where you're being chased by uh, uh, someone, and it cut myself off. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like that was probably going to be the end of the demo, but whatever. So I go to start it up again to do another run you like you could like you could in Resident Evil 2 demo now that that is correct right you could play the Resident Evil 2 demo as many times as you wanted but it always cut itself off after 30 minutes yeah no i thought you only 
I thought you, you only had the one chance. I could be wrong though. Did you? Uh, well, maybe, maybe maybe Chad will will correct us. But um, yeah, like as then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll, I finished up. That was fine, I guess. I turn off my recording and my Elgato and my Elgato just oh, no. spat out a a black screen for 35 minutes. Ugh. With yeah. the sound, just the visuals were that. So I go, oh God, I'm going to have to, oh, I'll have to re-record. Oh, well. Then Capcom's like, sorry, you're going to have to wait another week for, for a demo to show up. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't realize I, I thought, and, 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 oh, I'll just ask a friend if I can use their profile. Cause I knew that you, you could get around it that way. If you have another profile, you can play the demo as long as you've already downloaded it once on the same machine. And then I just, the next day I was like, well, I downloaded it once. I can still play it again on another profile. And I didn't realize there was that other layer of restriction where it's like, well, no, because you had eight hours to play it. Once that eight hours is gone, you also can't play it. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) Why is this happening? I, the only thing I can think of, and this is cynical, you know, uh, capitalism speak. It just makes the numbers nice and easy to show uh, your your shareholders. I guess, or I, or just like Capcom is like, we have to keep the servers running for for Monster Hunter. We only can do so much. We can't have two separate demos all over the world. But like, why can't you? I don't. I, yeah, it's 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 fucking so, dumb. I, it's so, dumb. So I Natalie. Like Natalie just said, I had so many friends who worked during that time, so they missed out completely. And it's like, it's one thing if you could, you could pre-download that demo. You could like download the data. And then when the, and the, 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 um, the start time for the demo started, then the game could be accessed, but you could pre-download the data. Right. But it's like, once that eight hours is up. Let's say you didn't play the game or couldn't for whatever variety of reasons. There was no period to then play after. Like that's that's the one where I'm like, that seems really like that. That's 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 counter consumer at that point. That yeah, being I, I, said, like I liked the demo. It was pretty good, um, but it left such a bad taste in my mouth how this is being handled in general, but the, the business practices. So I, I don't even know if I'm going to like do the castle demo. I just, I'll just wait for the main game at this point. I'm I'm going to, I'm totally going to do it. I, I, cause it's like at this point. So my, uh, uh, my whole thing is I really liked Resident Evil seven, but I had, uh, some pretty big problems. Actually, we have a, a question about that and we'll get to it in a second. Um, but I really liked that Resident Evil seven was like going some, doing really really new and crazy stuff and then they made then they remade two and three which i know they i'm happy they did like they needed to remake two everybody would asking for a remake of two and actually was decades yeah and i was actually really uh surprised by resident evil 3 remake i wasn't expecting it um it was not not that not only did i not want it um and it was also not what i was hoping it would be but i actually still really enjoyed resident evil 3 remake so i'm happy we got those but I am so fucking glad that the Resident Evil 7 team can now step out of the shadows of like the older games and mm-hmm. start doing their own thing because I just my problem with Resident Evil 7 was just like 
like halfway through that game, it just kind of becomes a yeah. very standard Resident Evil game. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Once you get out of the Baker estate and you're just in that ship and it's just not very yeah. engaging anymore. I would say that even, um, and I guess, t- i tell you what, we're going to jump into some Resident Evil 7 spoilers. The game's like four years old. And if you follow either of our channels, you probably download some Resident Evil. So I'm just going to jump into it. Um, the, the, the second boss fight you have with Jack when he's like a gigantic spider monster thingy, that's the moment where I was like, oh, that's right. This is a Resident Evil game. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even really mind, even though it was kind of weird, but like where you hang out with this, the this, this sun and you basically find yourself in a saw movie. Um, mm-hmm. as, as weird as that part was, it was, it was different. I liked it. Um, you kind of had, uh, you were, you know, chased by a maniac. Uh, for two for two chapters and really solid boss fights there uh, yeah. with with Jack and, 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 and Marguerite, the mom. Marguerite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of switch gears to this weird, whatever the hell, they, 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 yeah, you, you step into a Saw movie. But then, yeah, you go to, you're just on a boat with an Uzi in a flashback, um, shooting lots of monsters. And then you're in a salt mine. And it's like, what is this even? What am I, I wasn't I being chased by a guy with a rake earlier, you know? <laughs> And um, or a giant like bug lady. But I will say that Resident Evil 7, like I do like that at the end you come back around and you're like, oh, shit, I'm back at the beginning of the game again. Yeah. Um, where you first found you fought with Mia. I liked how they tied that together and thought the last fight uh, was really good. But um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what I played. The little bit I played at Resident Evil 8 seems like that team picked up that picked up where they left off. Um this seems like I, I really from the start, I was like, I was kind of on board even before there were like giantess, like I know fucking I was vampires. When it, when it was just like snowy castles and villages and like some type of werewolf creatures. I'm like, yeah, that's that sounds that sounds fresh enough to me. But also that's leaning into like some things they've done a little bit into the past. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm all down for that. Well, well before. Lady did Lady Thirst is uh, you know, showed up. <laughs> yeah, and th- and then every like, <laughs> and then every like tall or bodybuilder muscle lady uh, on the internet's like, I have someone I can cosplay as, and it was great. Um, mm. So I, I played the demo and I was like, yeah, this practice is fucking dumb, but I I they got me. I'm totally I'm totally in. And I thought the the the, the main for me the main area the main meat of the demo is where you fight a whole bunch of werewolf dudes yeah. uh, in like the tall grass. And um, that shit was tense. That shit was hard. It was fun. It, it was because you can hear them well before you, you can even see them. So yeah, yeah like I, I, I like that bit. Uh, and there's, there's a part the where you, where you well, walk into so. the, yeah. And there's also the, I'm not sure if it, you could probably miss this section because you can just like leave through the shack and then get right to the other house like you're supposed to, which I actually mm-hmm. didn't see that for a long time. I was wandering around trying to figure out where the hell to go. But after you go to the shack and you talk to the uh, the man and the woman, I skipped the cutscene. I didn't. I don't know who it is. You can run <laughs> back to another shack and like throw a uh, a bookshelf in front of the door, and you kind of yeah, like I re- did that. Re- yeah, you kind of like recreate the fucking iconic Resident Evil Four moment. Yeah, I totally did that after killing the enemies because I guess one of the intent of that that like section of level was to like fight them, then run into that one shack that you just mentioned, and yeah, put it because it's kind of silly to to put a bookcase against the door. And it's like, oh well, 
I, I killed all the enemies, so there's no, I, the, this I, is awkward. I ran out of ammo, so I was like, oh, God, I got to find something. I just found the, oh, I found the shack before, and I was like, oh, I don't want to throw the bookcase up. That's that's silly. Um, yeah. And then I needed to, uh, I was just being chased by werewolves. I went in there. There's actually a handful of items that I missed. And then that's where I noticed, like, oh, all the flower bags. That's what, th that's yeah. what this is. And you can take yep. some dudes down with, with your knife. Um I don't know, like, it feels very similar to Resident Evil 7 in that, like, or sorry, Resident Evil 4, rather, in that the monsters, they're not zombies, but they are a little more uh, dexterous. They're, they're a little more maneuverable. And, yeah, the, the werewolf guys, they'll look at you, but they will kind of, you know, jump straight to the left and right. And um, anything it, it, is better than the weird sludge monsters that you mostly fought in Resident Evil yeah. 7 and Resident Evil 7 DLC. I kind of get the sense, like Resident Evil Seven, like they made the RE engine for it. They had to make it an, uh, a VR game. Um, they had all these characters, the whole family, uh, your wife, and stuff like that. They just didn't have time to make good enemies, and I think those enemies are fine. It, that didn't bother me. I, I guess I was like, yeah, it would be cool if there was a bigger uh, enemy variety, but um, it, it, it just it didn't bother me. It bothered me a little bit because I had, I was playing Resident Evil Revelations around the same time and it has the exact same enemies, but like it was before RE7, but I, I played them, you know, a little bit later than they were released. So I played them right around, finished them up, uh, especially RE Revelations 2. And I went back to the console version of Revelations 1 when that, when that got ported everywhere, specifically the uh, Switch version. So I was sick to death of those sludge-like, you know, featureless yeah. enemies. So when they came around in RE7, I was like, oh, man, okay, whatever. It's not like it was a deal-breaker. It was just kind of disappointing. Yeah, I still think that game was just doing... I, 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 again, I have problems with Resident Evil 7, but just what that game does well just so overshadows it. Uh, and mm -hmm. so, yeah. you know, I'm really gonna, I'm looking forward to this. The, the stuff with the demo, though, so there's another demo coming up, the castle demo, but there, these these two demos, again, you get 30 minutes to play in an eight-hour period, uh, and it's different different times and days depending on your region on the, on the globe. But uh, the other, but, when the demos reach other consoles, it says now you'll have 60 minutes to play. Now, what does yeah. that mean? Does that mean you'll have 60 minutes combined separately on both demos? Like you could play 60 minutes in the village and 60 minutes in the castle, or does it mean you have 60 minutes in total to blast through both? Dude, it totally, like, it, it's, it's a hundred percent. You have 60 minutes to play these games. And so you play 20 minutes, this one, 40 minutes, this one. That's, I can't imagine it going any other way, but at least we'll be okay. able to, to play them again. Right. I guess. But by the time it comes out, the game is like a week away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. 60 minutes total. You choose where to spend it. I mean, I guess okay. I still Do we don't actually know that. Is that, that like, I, I, I don't know. I, if that's actually I think that chat's saying that way. I mean, but does that really been confirmed or that that seems like the way they would do it? But I don't, yeah. Does. OK, but who knows for sure anymore? I don't even understand the idea of splitting them. What was the point? Why couldn't uh, PlayStation exclusive demos? And I get that they you know, they have little deals with Sony for like exclusive shit and whatever that makes sense but like why why split the sony demos into two a week apart like i don't even get the metric marketing thought behind that like i yeah. i really don't it must uh, be some business deal it must be something with 
uh, Sony has some kind of exclusivity because, like, remember, like, I- I'm pretty sure that Resident Evil 7 was kind of started as a PS VR exclusive. And then probably yeah, that, like, yeah. that probably smoothed out a little bit later. But, like, that was kind of like the that was the huge jumping off point for that game is here's a whole new Resident Evil game and it's in VR only on PlayStation. So this it's probably some maybe some lagging uh, deal or I'm not sure. I, I I'm fine with any exclusivity deal that they have with Sony, but the fact that the demo is split into two different demos and two different times, whereas like the demos for the other consoles are all like, it's just combined into one. Like mm-hmm. that, that's the part that's mystifying me because like, I don't, I don't know how that benefits Sony at all. And uh, it looks like Dalton, if, if you're still in the chat, dude, uh, that, yeah, you asked a question about Resident Evil 7, uh, knowing that I'm a big fan of RE4 uh, and the first third person Resident Evil game, uh, my thoughts on Resident Evil 7. And yeah, that's basically, it's got problems. I'm, I'm ready for the sequel, though. I'm super psyched for this one. Still, mm-hmm. th- th- this demo shit. I think people also need to remember that uh, Resident Evil 7 had really cool uh, demos that were like, the, the beginning hour. It was super cool. Like that's the type of demo stuff like you, you need to be doing like interesting stuff where they get updated and more layers yeah. get put on it. Super cool. And then I, the, the community comes together because like everybody was like trying to figure out like what can we do? This this wire in the wall kind of goes across the ceiling and then into this room. We can't get into that room. Like I there, actually there's a handful. I think both. Two or three of those demos that came up for Resident Evil Seven, and Grace and I streamed them. So there's actually stream archives from way back in the day when they were like, you know, they, they were just they came out that day, and I pulled out my PS4. It's like let's fucking do it. Uh, that was so fun. That was so was. much fun. But now it's like, oh, you have 30 minutes to play through like 28 minutes of cutscenes. Yeah, I was. And that's the, that was the only thing I knew going again. into it. Yeah, it was like a lot of cutscenes. Like cool. I'm going to skip them all because I'll be able to see I, them online. Yeah, I should have. Like, I, 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 for myself, I should have. But, like, since I, w- I had the intent to record it and put it online, I was like, well, I, you know, I want to see the cutscenes. And the yeah. cutscenes I did watch, they're, they're like, the game looks amazing. The facial modeling for all the characters is, like, really good. So it's like you kind of, eh, well, I wanted to see that, but, you know, whatever. Because I did want to mess around with the guns and the combat. I didn't even get to shoot my shotgun once. Like I found oh, really? it, I found the shotgun when it like all the enemies have been cleared out and I'm like, oh, OK. So by the time the demo ended, I didn't even get a chance to shoot it. Man. So I'm like, ah, I want to know how, what the shotgun feels man, like. How did you even clear them out? Because I remember I cleared out everybody and I used all my shotgun shells. I used my mine, my landmine, and I was basically like down to maybe half a half a clip of, of, of handgun. I was yeah. maybe just like shooting terribly, I guess. I can't imagine. Uh, Oni says because Matt's very good. I can't imagine that's the reason. I <laughs> either I I didn't trigger a few more enemies because I only remember there being like three or four in total in the tall grass. Is I there thought more than that? I recall there being a handful. There's like when you first enter the tall grass area, there's like two or three, maybe four, and then after you go into the shack and you see the wounded father, uh, you can leave again. And like then like four or five more uh, spawn. 
Wait, Derek, do you know how we can solve this? Why don't you and I just uh, boot up our demos and we can try it again? We can't. Oh. Oh, my God. You had me. How crazy. You had me. You you got me. You, Matt, you got me. That was it. You had me. Man. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. But the game seems good. I, I feel like yeah. that is definitely a like, OK, the developers, the people that are like actually making the game, they made this awesome game. And then it's like the producers and, you know, the all the money makers and people who hold the purse strings like, oh, let's do this really dumb way to promote it. And it's like, I'm sure the people that made the game are like, no, just don't don't whatever it, so. it's not like this is a brand new franchise that they're trying to get over and like make people excited about it's resident evil you don't have to do all these crazy gimmicks uh for demos and pre-release shit and uh you know like it it will sell itself mostly so you know if they're trying to do this with an experimental new capcom ip and it seems a little weird and people like this is the type of thing you would do if you were making a death stranding you know, yeah, but it's yeah. a Resident Evil action game. Like it's <laughs> you're going to be fine. And it's know? even it actually to make matters even worse. Uh, Monster Hunter had a switch demo and it was just like, yo, play these like what? Ten, five uh, missions. And then they had a, a second demo after like, here's more new stuff. And yeah. that was it. It was like, hey, this game's rad, right? Play it for a while. And then, then they, they, they sold millions in a week it's like already the fastest selling monster hunter game of all time then that is saying something mm, yeah oh yeah i guess the, oh, the castle demo is gonna have a uh, a uh, giant lady giant woman in yeah. it yeah following you in a mr x esque way i'm like yeah probably mm-hmm. you already have all that shit built in with the re engine and the other two games you made so and to be honest like yo the the Mr. X chasing you in Resident Evil 2 remake, that was the best part of that game. Not that, and again, yeah, I liked Resident Evil 2 demo or sorry demo remake a lot, but I feel like that game super peaked early. That where he pushes the helicopter out of the way, and you're playing the A campaign, and suddenly he's in the A campaign. It's like yeah, holy shit, say, all bets are off for for that like two hours that you're in the police station after that bit after he's been introduced is like the most tense that game can yeah. get. And then once you make it out of there, it kind of, it kind of loses that. But I, I mean, you know, it, that's, that's the, that's the, 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 the truth for the main, for the original game as well. Like once you yeah. get out of the police station, it, it loses a little bit of something, but yeah. And I think that's, that's one thing why like I, I still did enjoy RE three remake, but I was hoping that like, that's the one thing you can improve with Resident Evil 3 is like really double down on the chased by a maniac thing. Make it a really big open world and Nemesis is always chasing you. And it's like really that game was very set piece driven. Not a lot of chasing. But yeah, it was, it, I, it was, it's weird because it it's so slavishly devoted to Resident Evil 3, but also it's not. Like, yeah, it, 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 it acts some areas, it changed some things around it, you know, it did some things, but like the core of it is still very like how Resident Evil three nemesis originally was like, it's, it's straightforward to the point. You don't get lost that much. It's not very open worldy, but at the same time, it got rid of a lot of things, but it, I, it, weird. it was just, it's, it was like the tightest, best campaign. It, it was, yeah. it was of like, you know, seven two remake and three. Uh, three was the one game that I think had like no fat. It was it was all killer. But the whole time I was like, 
you call yourself Resident Evil 3. I don't think you, this is not really Resident Evil 3. This is something completely different. And I think that's yeah. just a, a maybe something that will always be a point of contention for that game. Because it's, 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 it's a tall order to name a game something familiar. But then be like, no, 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 ignore that. Enjoy us on our terms. That's difficult to do. Mm. Like um, at the at the same time though, for uh, Resident Evil Three Remake, like I I enjoyed it a lot more. Like some people were like, "Oh, it's so bad." I'm like, "It's not at all." I mean, is it disappointing? There's some areas that were completely like you know taken out, and there's like an enemy or two that's missing. I'm like, "Yeah," but like it's still a really good Resident Evil style uh, action game. Is it? And you know, I knew what the most baffling thing about the whole thing. I forgot about this until just now. Hmm. It's like, well, you know what was in Resident Evil Three, the original version, a mercenaries mode, or um, you know something akin to that. You know what you guys want, Resident Evil. What was it called? <laughs> the, the multiplayer thing. Oh, umbre- Umbrella Course. No. That's oh, another thing. Oh, what's, fucking. What's the thing? Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Resistance. Yeah. We'll we'll give you that. But in Resident Evil Eight, we'll give you a mercenaries mode that stars all the dudes from Resident Evil Three Remake. No. 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 You're getting that dumb like Resistance sequel, and you're getting mercenaries mode. Resident Evil Eight is going to have mercenaries mode. Reverse. Reverse. You're getting reverse, which is like I don't know. That seems fucking dumb as shit. That I don't know. That seems like fun. But you're also still getting mercenaries mode. So how how the hell was Mercenaries mode not put in to Resident Evil 3 remake when it has Resident Evil 3 remake characters in it? And like the, the scenario is Resident Evil 3. Like how that's a what happened right there. My like how the my, hell do they mix that up? My conspiracy theory is uh because Monster Hunter is so goddamn huge and is like the you know far and away the most successful thing Capcom's ever done, and that's saying something, uh that it is difficult to get a single player game greenlit at Capcom anymore. And if so that there's probably some caveat that's like, well, we will make a single player Resident Evil three game, but we have to ship it with some kind of stupid multiplayer game. And, and, but, but here's the thing. Mercenaries by itself, Resident Evil four, Resident yeah. Evil five mercenaries. People already like that. Just add in like online, um, you know, Resident Evil 4 obviously didn't have online, but like that's all you needed to do. Just always put yeah. in a mercenaries mode. Honestly, you don't need to make Resident Evil Resistance. You know, if you want to mess with that type of idea, just put in a new mode in the mercenaries mode you already have. Don't make reverse. Don't like just make mercenaries. But I mean, I don't, add I don't, new stuff, I don't you can blame do them. Okay, I, I don't blame them for trying to do something different, for really wanting to do something different. But you attached it to a remake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When you say it like that, it makes even less sense. And apparently they uh, they were like, we're going to support it. And I think after like about six or so months, they just like pulled a plug on it. There's like yeah. no more updates and shit. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Well. yeah, what are you, you going to do? Um, hey, we got we got a couple of questions. And actually, I think a couple of these would be great. Great for you, Matt. Okay. Because we're already, we're already talking about horror. Uh, Cameron wrote in and said, uh, where does Sebastian Castellanos from Re- uh, Evil Within 2 
rank on the pantheon of horror game protags. And they they say Evil Within 2 specifically. Uh, and I think the reason why they do that is because Sebastian doesn't have much of a character in Evil Within 1. He does not. He His, his character has background, but he himself doesn't really have a whole lot. Where does he fit in, in the pantheon? Like, versus, like, you know, a Chris. Well, um, honestly, if, let's say... Evil Within 2 didn't exist and we're just basing this on one, I'd be like, I don't even think he's in a top 10. Like, but um, since we're talking Evil Within 2, Sebastian, he is pretty high up there because I felt like he was like a huge improvement in the second one from like everything, from the trauma that he actually carries over into this game, from his actual like goal and and I don't know what the goal in Evil Within One is. I don't think anyone did. Um, I it was it was survive. It was beat the game, watch the credits. Yeah. But the actual story goal, I still don't know. It was get through this, this boss fight, get through this boss fight, and don't get hit once, or else you have to sit through loading screens. Psycho um, break. Yes, I psycho. I <laughs> um, but but two, his goal is it's just save your daughter. Like obviously survive, but like save your daughter. Blah blah blah. And I would say, like, I would say maybe he's a, he's a bit above a, a lot of Resident Evil uh, characters, like some of the lesser ones. Like he's above a Billy Cohen or, you know, <laughs> a Jake Mueller, you know, um, well, in terms honestly, of Honestly, it's like when you think about Resident Evil, like none of them got family on the line. I mean, even you, get, yeah. you got you have the Redfield uh, siblings. Just like just Barry. Barry. Yeah. Yeah. But like, really, when you think about him, it's like not only is he a badass, he was who can like, you know, who can really shoot shit. He's a trained, you know, cop and all that stuff. He really sits with like Silent Hill, like yeah. Harry and James and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'd agree. So he, actually, he, but, he's up he's there above, because, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's above a, a couple of Silent Hill other guys. Like he's above the Alex Shepard and he's above whoever the guy was in and, Downpour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he's yeah yeah I, he sits somewhere around there. He doesn't quite have the combos of uh, the homecoming guy, but uh, he he really is the combination of like he's he's you know he's he's got handgun training so he's you know akin to like a stars, but he's also got like uh, family on the line so he's a bit of a Silent Hill protag so he kind of like yeah he's probably uh, you know what he straddles maybe, the line. He he, I say he sits with like Isaac um, Clark, yeah, as somebody who's kind of yeah. got it all from all sides. Yeah, that's that's good. That's a yeah, right right there next next to Isaac in his in his weird helmet. He doesn't have a degree in engineering though, like Isaac does. I mean, he, you still, I mean, presumably to run a police force, you got to have some kind of uh, college degree, right? I and yeah, okay, because because Sebastianus is actually he's a detective. That's right, he's actually uh, a detective. So you. Go Wait, to, did you just call him Sebastianos? Sebastian Castillo. Yes, yeah, Sebastianos. I like Sebastianos. is amazing. Sebastianos. Uh, nice. It's, it's hard to say his name quickly when you're excited. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get. Yeah, I'm trying to cut through this tree hole quickly, Matt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Justice for. Also, we need more. We need Dead Space, man. Dead Space. We can't, we can't end on Dead Space Three. Ugh. Anyway. Please, uh, let's not. <laughs> yeah, Gregory had a question that even though PS3 and Vita stores are now safe, uh, what are some DLCs that are essential? essential? Uh, like Azura's Wrath. Everyone says Festival um, of Blood 
for uh, Infamous 2. That's a big oh. one. And what what is that? Oh, it's like it's like vampires and shit. It's like it's one of those fun DLCs like Undead Nightmare and Red Dead or that zombie <laughs> that that zombie mode in uh, Sleeping Dogs. It's like, but instead of zombies, it's like vampires in Infamous. That's all I know. Oh. I've downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. Dude, the other day I downloaded um, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. And that that game slaps. That's still it really, does. really fun. Uh, it's playing it on PS3. Like, the controls are just terrible. Something about the look sensitivity and the movement. Uh, I would sooner play that on PC, but I don't know if it's a... It probably is available on PC. I didn't look. I'd but like it, it's it still, is. it's that's still just like, just like neon, and 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 synthy. It's just like I that's that is my shit. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's not a that's not a PS3 exclusive thing, but um, because uh, someone in in the chat was asking, oh, Blood Dragon uh, but, is a standalone on Steam. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, I think Snap. it was a standalone. I, I don't think it was originally, but I, I do think that like that. I think it, I think it might have been. Really? Because that, that, I remember that. That was one of the, the I didn't first. Own, I didn't own Far Cry 3. Yeah. You're right. You're right. No, because I had Far Cry 3 on Xbox, and then I have the PS3 version of some a Blood Dragon for some reason. You, you don't need Far Cry 3 to play it at the, like, you know, I had Far Cry 3, like a disc, but I had downloaded Blood Dragon separately. And mm-hmm. like, it was, it's its own separate, like icon when you select it. But yeah, yeah, I'm really sad that like, yeah, they did make like a pseudo sequel in like trials or whatever. I think we talked about this like, a few <laughs> weeks back. Uh, I don't really talk about it again, but uh, I, I'm, I'm really sad that like the, the guy that created that whole Blood Dragon aesthetic, like long since left Ubi soft like five Ah, years ago so it's like even more so they're probably it's probably never gonna return unfortunately okay um and also actually we did mention dead space i believe that the true ending to dead space 3 is a dlc and i believe the the ending is uh you find yourself on a planet that is just markers and necromorphs and it ends with uh you realizing, oh, that's what necromorphs do. They're trying to build a planet so they can eat planets. And I think it ends with you, like, fast traveling to Earth, and you get there just in time to see a gigantic planet-sized necromorph eat Earth. And nice. It's, and it was, I think it was basically like, we're never going to be able to make a Dead Space 4, so let's just, like... Yeah, everybody kills themselves and dies, and the universe is over. I hope the end. it destroys Earth. I hope it. I hope it like makes its dreams come true. The giant necromorph. <laughs> you know, man. The first half of that game. <laughs> We're not was doing well down s- here. <laughs> first, the first half of Dead Space Three was certainly all right. Man, wow, that's a back of the box quote right there. That game. The first, the first half, half of, it, of this game is certainly all right. It's certainly pretty <laughs> fucking good. Uh, we got a bunch of questions here from uh, Anton. Um, uh, I like this the one. The best though. one. I like. What is the? What's the the best game you never finished? And actually, I like the second question better. I'm just going to answer this one. What's the worst game you have finished? Because oh, for that's, me, that's, that's I, I'll give you a second to question. think about it, Matt, because I, I have my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clock okay. Tower, Clock Tower Two, Ghost Head, without damn. a doubt, with, with a bullet. Holy shit, that game is absolutely terrible. I would say I did a whole playthrough of it a couple years ago, 
but uh, Nitro Rad did a full concise review, and that you can probably just watch <laughs> that. Um, that game is so it's I don't play a ton of adventure games, so maybe I can't say this with a, a absolute authority, but that's got to be one of the most obtuse adventure games ever it's so like it's it's back of the box it's like oh man it's got 15 endings no it has like one ending and 14 and en- 14 endings where you can die and that's technically an ending you know uh it's mm-hmm. bullshit um yeah the, the worst part about that is in the very beginning of the game if you don't look at uh the suit of armor and your character doesn't go like oh spooky if you don't oh, yeah, do yeah, that yeah, yeah. But then at the very end of the game, like as you're like entering the hallway into the final room, that suit of armor just like crashes through the window and kills you. And you got to go back to the very beginning of the game and redo, which also that game, even if you know what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to go, <laughs> that game, a fucking slog. So that's got to be some dumb shit. Um, and then also I, I really like the start of Dino Crisis one. And then I just thought that it got bogged down with too many puzzles and it was kind of boring by the end. And I was like, you know, I was. Mm-hmm. So, so that, is that, the, honestly, is that I, the best game you haven't beaten? Dino Crisis 1? No, I have beaten it. And it was that that's definitely. Oh, sorry. It's weird to call that like one of the worst games I've ever finished. But it's like one of the biggest like. One of the like, like game that started so good and ended so bad. It was like I've never I don't think I've played a game that was like. Higher and then lower for me. The the disparage between the beginning and end. Mm. Um, but it's weird to say that, that that's a worse game because it's still it's still pretty good. Oh, people are saying Resident Evil Six. Did you finish all like four of the? Uh, no. Yeah, I never. I only finished Leon's campaign. I had and got halfway through Chris's and I just stopped. I uh, did not finish Resident Evil Five. Grace and I. Um, uh, co-opt all the way to the Jill fight just shortly after the Jill fight. And I think that we just kind of lost steam, just couldn't, just couldn't do it. It just really, that game's fine. Yeah, try to do RE6. Yeah, I'm good. And That's actually the like, ultimate losing steam. And you I have, have steam to begin with at that point. Dude, I have RE6 and I have the PS3 version, which is supposed to be the worst playing one. Sick. So classic um, Derek. That's me. But yeah, do you have an answer? <laughs> Um, I would probably say worst game I have finished is The Ring Terror's Realm on Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I remember that you told me about that. And I, I just um, watching the cutscenes. Th- there probably is something worse than that, but I can't like really recall like right now. Um, but I, I it, it's got to be that like, as far as oh, I can, can. remember. Did you ever right finish now. Prince of Persia Warrior Within? Yeah, yeah. And that's not that's not in your worst. No, not no, no, not even close, actually. Oh, like okay, right. if that game if that game was like kind <clears throat> of uh, uh, cleaned up in terms of bugs, it would be like rather pleasant. Um, but since it has lots of bugs, it's not. Um, someone's asking about Ride to Hell. It's like, no, Ride to Hell is hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's really funny. So that that's fine. That's like not like unenjoyable to play like you just go insane when you're playing it um in terms of the best game i haven't finished it probably is something maybe a bit like what strikes out my mind right now is metroid prime 2 uh definitely didn't finish that uh even though i was enjoying it at the time when i was playing it on gamecube 
and I got maybe halfway through it, and there was just one area I just it was just frustrating to go through because the game is so hard. But uh, yeah, I would say that's 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 the one I never really yeah, finished. You know I beat Metro Prime one and three, just not two. And two is kind of considered to be the the black sheep. Yeah, I think they actually retooled it a bit in the uh, the Wii port, the trilogy. I think it's just considered the black sheep because it was like this this monumental increase in in difficulty and having to navigate through a world that like saps your strength. But I always remember a lot of people that liked Prime One and Two not liking Three because it was far more like Halo ish, like putting in way more cutscenes with dialogue and um, kind of making things a bit easier and like maybe a bit more action orientated. I remember really liking. Uh, Prime Three, but it has been since it's like come out since I've uh, I haven't finished it. Whenever uh, since I played it, rather I want to say, um, whenever Nintendo actually announces a Metroid Prime HD collection, which I believe has been rumored for the last three years, yeah, and these rumors never go away. Like I'm always shocked that hasn't been announced to like make up for the delay in Prime Four putting out an HD a, a good. It doesn't even have to be like amazing, just a good functional HD port of of uh, all three Metroid Primes on the Switch like that. That would do monumental service to make Metroid fans just go, OK, well, you know, here's something I can play now, uh, you know, to, to tide me over. And I'm always shocked, like whenever there's a uh, Nintendo Direct and they never announce that. I bet it's because they wanted to re- they're probably doing that, but they're waiting to release it until you know, Metroid Prime 4 comes out or yeah, if Metroid maybe, form. Maybe. If ideally you put that out, you're like, hey, Metroid Prime 4 next year and look under your seat, Metroid Prime Trilogy HD, you know, like you yeah. gotta, you gotta put these things in tandem. You can't have them too, uh, mm-hmm. too spread out, I don't think. Uh, and also Anton had another question I want to throw up and I don't know if it's like, um, something you can, can talk about, Matt, because you've been, you've been on okay. this internet doing stuff for a while, but uh, they were just saying they, they were, uh, marathoning old HVGN uh, episodes recently, mm-hmm. and uh, if there are any HVGN games that I would like to revisit with a fresh perspective in an SSFF style, um, and uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I I feel like um, it's weird. I feel like whenever I do revisit HVGN stuff in the past, uh, it doesn't ever really the the numbers aren't ever really ever that great. Uh, so. Um, I don't know, but like reviewing older games, I feel like it's not something I am super interested in. But like, you know, with the way we have punching weight and past mortem and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, certainly an opportunity for a lot of those games to come back. Just if I can find a way, I would I would have to already have a topic that I want to discuss that just happens to bring up something that I mentioned, you know, back in the day. I don't know that I could, you know, look at one of those older videos and then think, hmm, how can I make that into a new video? Uh, I just really haven't never had that interest. So, all right, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know if you have like a older what happens or um, like playthroughs. If you because it's weird to look back at your older shit and uh, think about remaking it or anything. I don't know if it's something you've you've thought about. Um, the you know if there's a what happened, I'll I, I really feel needs like a second look, like a bunch of other shit has happened. Like some people are like, yo, do a third video on Fallout seventy six. I don't <laughs> want to. I'm like not interested in doing it. Uh, but in terms of like revisiting something totally, it's like I, um, 
I would probably, I feel like doing something on Prince of Persia again, even though I did a full retrospective series on the entire series, um, I was like, oh, maybe I want to play through one of the games again, even though I've done like, you know, a quick look at like Warrior Within and um, like the Two Thrones and stuff. I was like, yeah, maybe maybe one day I could just do a, a, a full Let's Play of, of Warrior Within and like, you know, fully see the rest of that game. I would love that to get a more like much better like HD remastering because it did get a really, really shitty one on the PS3 where it actually looks worse in a lot of respects. Ah. But something like that maybe. It's, it, it would have to be a franchise I really, really, really like to, to take a second look at it. But there are a lot um, of really weird uh, Prince of Persia like spinoffs. I, I know because I edited one of those videos. Yes, uh, you did. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I, need it. I needed the money. Thank you, Matt. Uh, and uh yeah like i think you gave me like tons of footage of like all the weird java games and uh you know stuff yeah for, like, the, cell the weird phones like and... pre pre smartphone games and you you made liam eat like the ds game or something like that i remember oh <laughs> yeah reason. there's there's a clip of of oh, i forget what the context was but yeah i was eating one of the one of the cartridges or something he's like yeah it's not bad <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, man, let's see if I think that's. Oh, and somebody had a fun little question here. Die with two exclamation points. What sounds would you make if you performed a real life three hit combo? And I thought about this. Uh, probably be like wheezing, being out of breath. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe going like. Give me a second. You know, my hand hurts. My uh, my back hurts now. <laughs> I was always like, you know, when they have that fake Batman show on an episode of The Simpsons where they have like it's Radioactive Man show. Mm -hmm. And when he does like, you know, like uh, hits guys and they have all the bad sound effects uh, in yeah. the comic book style. So it'd be like, Bort. pan, boon, <laughs> bort, yeah. poo, something like that. I, I'd, I'd shout absolute gibberish. Yeah. My fists also say bort. <laughs> so there's a very very nested uh simpsons joke for you that was pretty good pretty thank solid. you thank you um well i think that's about gonna cover it unless anybody here in the chat scott's they want to uh, talk about um oh well, oh somebody wants to talk about you have a lot of uh kanji in your name so i'm just gonna call you uh uh, uh kanji they want to hear about a, a takeover sequel with me as a bonus character and I oh and I can finally stop the skeletons on screen. Wow! With other fighting though, I don't know, man. That might not. I, I should be like uh, uh, trying to counsel them or something like that, right? Well, I mean, not like you per se, but like your, your skeleton avatar with like the uh, skateboard and like the shorts. I think is is money. So I, yeah. I I would I would love to have like a really silly character as like a as like a super unlockable or something like, you know, like back in the day of like N64 and PlayStation games would like put in a code for like a dumb bear alien or mm -hmm. like in a wrestling game or something like that. So just something super, super silly or like, Oh, you can be a chicken and mace the dark age or, you know, something like that. I miss oh, yeah, those you days. Turn everybody into sheep, you know, yeah, play, exactly. Play as the, play as a cop, play as a Spider-Man. <laughs> play as Bruce Willis. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in. I'm, it's time to jam. I'm good. Well, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Alrighty. I want to thank you so much, Matt, for uh, joining us on the podcast. 
No problem. Pleasure, pleasure to always to always enter the boneyard. Yeah, and um, you know, I had to return the favor because I was on a, I was on a sort of a podcast of yours where we talk about horror movies, horror games. Oh um, yeah, for uh, the we we did that mumbling with Matt. That was actually kind of kind of fun. I put that video out like you know I want to say like two years ago now, and at first it was kind of like it was slow to pick up, but then when I checked back on it like you know about a month ago, I was like, wow, actually this did really well overall. Like I oh. think it's like close to a hundred thousand views. Oh um, man. Which I was, take, I was happy Take with. that, eye patch Wolf. <laughs> uh, I like any podcast that ends with, take that, eye patch Wolf. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's I, funny. A guy who I really don't even really know that personally, so that's awkward <laughs> for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, we will have another episode in two weeks. Uh, we do the first and third uh, uh, Mondays, and so that's actually working out that we'll be here in two more weeks. And hopefully uh, Grace will be able to make it to this one. And, uh, you know, Matt, you're always welcome. Always welcome to come back. Yeah, I'm welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Also, one of these days, it'd be cool to actually see you in person again. I'm looking forward to those it, days. It, it would be nice. It would be nice one day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Any any People are talking about iPad. Now people are dunking on iPad. Wolf. Oh, oh Oni, you, Oni apparently actually here in the chat uh, edits iPad Wolf's podcast so uh-oh that's I fine ju- i just started a beef it's 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 big uh gesturing for fun so. uh-huh yeah big gesturing <laughs> anyway everybody uh good night and take care bye <laughs>